I'm you're cruel, like punishment. I'm cruel to be kind in unusual. the same measure. <laughs> cruel to be kind in the... What is that? I don't even know the lines to that song. In the right measure. That's what I thought, but that didn't sound right. It's a very good sign. That's a good song. Uh, Used to be. Well, it still is. Back when they did it. Well, yeah. And then they've remade it so many times, and there were some movies that used it. I think uh, who... 10 Things I Hate About You, I think they used it. Oh, did they? They did. I think so. Okay. Uh, Which, I mean, that's not a bad movie. I actually kind of enjoyed that movie. I shouldn't say that because I think there are a lot of haters out there, but you know how <laughs> I am with haters in movies. <laughs> yes. You create an entirely new league of them. I, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, John, this week is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. My number one, I think our, our favorite line, I think we talked about this at one point. <laughs> My favorite holiday is... Halloween, the second one is Thanksgiving. Not because of why we celebrate Thanksgiving, but because of the food. I'm a big food fan. I love food. I, I, I struggle with food because I love it so much. I'm not, sh- Eating I'm not too sure much. you struggle with food. You mean have a hard time forcing it in your mouth? No, I have a hard time not forcing it in my mouth. That's oh, the problem. That's your struggle. <laughs> yeah. My wife gets so mad at me because... When I'm ready, if I feel like I'm getting too heavy, which I have in at, at some point, you know, when I get up to 210, 215, I'm too heavy. I'm uncomfortable. All I have to do, I don't have to change anything else. I just have to change my portion control. Hmm. And I and the weight just falls off. She tries to do that. She can't. I mean, she doesn't lose weight. She has to start working out. She has to have a certain diet. No, I, I still eat the same thing. I eat candy. I eat uh, pizza. I just, instead of having two slices, I'll have one slice. And the weight just kind of melts wow. off. You're... Yeah, she gets I, so pissed. I hate you too now suddenly. Oh, well, is that uncommon? <laughs> well, this, this early in the, in the episode it is. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, two two minutes and 10 seconds into the episode and you hate me. It usually That's why we only do longer. once a week. It's because, you know, John needs a whole week to cool off. <laughs> Goodbye. Fine. That's how we end every episode. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) So anyway, Thanksgiving is coming up uh, this week, and I'm excited because we have food. Uh, We do have some travel thrown in there because my wife and I and Peyton, we live in Nashville, and our closest family members are um, her mom, and they live four and a half hours away. My family all lives in Minnesota and North Dakota. So we don't get to get up there very often, but we do end up traveling at least for one of the holidays, whether it's Christmas or Thanksgiving. And we usually tend to trade off Thanksgiving and Christmas. So this year we're going to East Tennessee for Thanksgiving and then they're coming here for Christmas. Um, Do you do something similar? I know you have family that's close, but do you still travel around the holidays? It's nice because we're all within an hour and a half, let's say, of each other now. So even on both sides of the family, Lisa's side and mine, uh, which is cool because we're, we're, it's much more drivable than when we used to live in Michigan, where you'd have to cross the state, deal with Chicago, and get into Wisconsin. One year in a snowstorm coming home for, I think it was Christmas, we, it, it took nine hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was terrible because we got stuck going through Benton Harbor. Yeah. And Benton Harbor gets snow in July. <laughs> wow. It, it, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and it was December, but it was just unbelievable because so much lake effect snow comes off Lake Michigan. Right. 
But uh, yeah, well, well, I've had some bad experience, quite honestly, going through Madison. I was going home when I was in college, uh, driving my Jeep, and uh, it's it's night because I had left, I think, right after classes, and it was it was Christmas time. Driving up, and when you drive from St. Louis to Minneapolis, the fastest route is actually to go over into Illinois, straight up through Madison, and then cut back over to Minneapolis. I hit Madison, hit a snowstorm. And that's not the only time I ever hit a snowstorm. Hit a snowstorm, and then I got behind a semi who threw a big rock oh. and went right through my windshield. And then I had to drive the rest of the way to Minneapolis with a cracked windshield. And you've been mad at Madison ever since. I'm mad at Madison ever since. And then, so a few years later, I was doing the same thing, and I had actually traded my Jeep, and I was driving a uh, a Honda Accord, front-wheel drive. And you know how I feel about front-wheel drives. I think they're just as good in the snow as yeah, a pretty much. drive in many cases never have a problem but one thing i hadn't learned yet i was still very young is that people in the southern part of the midwest or in the south put different tires on the cars than those of us in the upper midwest so i hit madison and the snowstorm and i started going everywhere on the road because i couldn't keep the car because the car had sport tires on there i had just assumed that all the tires were the same at mm. that point so yeah, I, I put I almost put the Honda in the ditch. I had to pull over and wait for the the weather to calm down. Um, but again, it, uh, the normal route, the, the normal drive would take me about nine and a half ten hours. Both oh, of those times, it took me about twelve or thirteen hours to get home. Gosh, that's terrible. And and you know it is. It's often holiday weekends because you know then you're not the only one traveling. <laughs> oh right, I mean yeah, it, it's just packed with so many different people on the roads. One year I was driving. We lived in the northwest uh, suburbs of Chicago, and I was driving from Valparaiso, Indiana. And if you look at a map, it's pretty close. I mean, it's less than a hundred miles, I think, if memory serves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and probably right about a hundred, if I had to guess, it was a snowstorm and we were trying to get through 294 out to 290, getting into the Northwest suburbs and people's cars. It was such a snow. It took seven hours to get home for a hundred miles. Oh, wow. But, and I had three people in the car with me. Um, when we finally, when we finally got to Chicago, people's cars had run out of gas on the 290 extension. They just left them there. Oh my goodness. So it was, we ended up having to weave through all of these broken down cars because people just ran out of gas and left them. So That's crazy. So <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. And that's what happens on, on busy weekends when snowstorms and so on. Right. So that being said, one thing I think I've done well as, as I've gotten older and and you probably do as well, excuse me. Um, they, um, when I go now to travel for the holidays, we actually, I'll save up some vacation days and we'll go several days before traffic. We do it for Christmas. We do it for Thanksgiving. My wife, uh, this week will leave well, this week I'm saying this week, but you know the the week of when this podcast comes out, we'll probably be leaving home today, Tuesday, which is not really today, but today, Tuesday, <laughs> to go to East Tennessee. I'm going to be going up north to work, so I'll be probably Lexington, Louisville, and then instead I'll drive down from there and meet them um, for our regular schedule. So I'll probably go down on Wednesday. So that's kind of how we beat the traffic out and then we'll wait until 
probably Sunday or maybe I'm sorry, we'll probably leave Saturday instead of waiting till Sunday when everyone else leaves. So we beat the traffic that way. So we kind of work our, our holidays out. So we're missing traffic and we do the same for Christmas. Yeah. I am big on that. I am. I am big on that. Uh, like you, cause it, it's just such a colossal waste of time being stuck in traffic or, you know, just inching yep. along. So I'm, I'm totally with you and I do the, exact and Knoxville, same by the way, for anyone that ever has to take uh 40 through Knoxville, that pretty much sucks year round. It's just made so much worse on the holidays. I don't know what is wrong because I know they've expanded the road a lot, but it's still you're you're it's a dead stop going through Knoxville and and going north. I mean, north of there just add to that mix weather potential, and that's oh yeah, <laughs> that's where you just <laughs> you just kind of yep. roll your eyes and say, oh, all right, I guess this is a necessary evil, and this is why everybody is so delightful around the holidays. The holidays after they drive so long, <laughs> exactly, man, yeah. So my aunt, remember my aunt had yeah. come down uh, over the summer for vacation. Auntie. She's actually coming down. My auntie, yep. She's actually coming down on uh, December 12th. And it's not for the holidays. She is coming because Peyton, I don't know if, if I had mentioned this before, Peyton auditioned for and made the Nashville Ballet Nutcracker this year. Oh, that's awesome. So it's a very small part. It's not like she's really doing much ballet per se. Um, she is a frontier soldier. That's her her character. And she's in four of the 15 or 16 performances because uh, they do multiple casts for all of them sure. so they can rotate kids through. Yeah. But we're really excited. So, so yeah, she's coming down for that. Um, she's coming down on a Thursday and, and Peyton's first performance is that Friday. And uh, that's – so that's really exciting and, and that will be a so lot of fun. That is so awesome. But it's – Yay, Peyton. Yeah, yay, Peyton. Um, anyone wants to see her, she is performing on Friday the 13th and then Sunday the 15th. Uh, then December 21st and December 23rd in Nashville. Wow. Come on down. So what does that do to your vacation schedule? <laughs> well, so that's why we plan to do Thanksgiving in East Tennessee. And then the in-laws are coming for Christmas. So Perfect. they'll be here for, they're going to come and actually watch her on the 23rd, which that is the final is awesome. performance of the Nutcracker that year. So uh, Peyton gets to not only be um, in four performances, she also gets to be in the final performance, which is pretty cool. Very, very uh, cool. Always a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Good so, for her. Yeah. I, I'm really proud of her and, and happy. And one of my biggest concerns is that she would be complaining about rehearsals all the time, but she really hasn't. She's actually been enjoying it. And the more and more people that say, hey, we're coming to see you. Uh, the more she actually really enjoys it and is getting excited about it. So, well, yeah, that's really encouraging, and I and I think that's important too. It'll be interesting to debrief after it's all over. Oh yeah, on the you know after the twenty third, just to see if she would do it again and what she would do differently and and things like that. Because um, I, I that to me is quite, especially for her age it's quite a commitment and it and is. And it's, it's not like it's a, a, a small like dance studio doing right. Nutcracker. It's the Nashville ballet with Sweet. a full orchestra. And, you know, this is a professional ballet. Wow. And, and that's pretty impressive. My wife had danced the Nutcracker for several years as a professional ballerina, mm -hmm. but not one, not at the level of Nashville ballet. It was a huh. smaller company. And she said she didn't even start doing that until she was like 21, 22 years old. Wow. 
So for Peyton to actually start at nine years old and actually get to do it with with something at the caliber of Nashville Ballets, it makes her very jealous. Let's just put it that way. She's so proud of her too. <laughs> well, and course, I'm very proud of, of her. That's well, that's just really exciting. And just from what I've seen, we have a a dinner theater near us, about ten miles away from us, that is uh, longstanding, very successful, um, and probably outside of Chicago, it's, it's one of the better theaters. Um, and so they do shows out of 42nd street. And I think they have, uh, the Christmas story coming up this year, which is kind of cool. Um, and we can, yeah, it's the fireside is the name of the theater and it's, um, wonderful food. They have it down to a science. It's not inexpensive because it's a, you know, dinner and a show sort of a thing. Um, but, uh, it is, a very cool place. Anyway, the reason I brought it up is there are some kids here from our town that are actually doing some of the acting. And uh, one girl in particular tried out and, and got a part. And again, quite a commitment, but she it really loves it. And she's got a couple other things coming up now, too. So I think it's great to get the kids involved in this. Oh, absolutely. So see, yeah. See if they like it and you know, if, if that takes them to the the next level, wherever that is. Well, the interesting thing with Peyton is she will be, let's say, say we're in the kitchen and we have an island in the kitchen, right? And Peyton will complain that she doesn't want to go to rehearsal, well, not rehearsal. She hasn't complained about that, but she won't, doesn't want to go to dance class and that she, you know, she wants to do this. She doesn't want to do that and blah, blah, blah. And the whole time she's doing dance moves. She's holding onto the bar doing, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's like... <laughs> Sweetheart, I love you, but um, you're full of shit. I didn't really say that to her, but yeah. So it's like, come on, you're you're sitting here dancing, you're sitting here doing dance moves. That's all you do all day long, and you're telling me you don't want to go to dance class. What? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I agree. We we try to get her involved with a lot of things, and it's very interesting to me what she actually picks up on. We have her in horse riding lessons. I grew up around horses and mucking stalls and things like that, and I hated it. You, know, I say that that I was mucking stalls. If my dad were here, he'd laugh because he's like, "Yeah, you mucked stalls. You looked at the rake and then went and played in the hay bales with the cats." <laughs> That's that was me because I hated doing it, and I didn't hate riding horses, but it wasn't something that was really at the forefront. It was kind of like, "Okay, you're going to make me ride a horse. Fine, I'll ride a horse." Peyton loves it. She just does. She wants to do nothing but ride horses all the time. Uh, same with doing the dance thing. You know, she's sitting here in the kitchen complaining about it, but she's always dancing. Um, I just wish I could get her into golf, but that's, you know, she liked it for I about five minutes. I wish I could get minutes. you into golf. Um, I, I am into golf. I just don't get to play it <laughs> exactly. very often. It doesn't count as being into golf if you never play. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I know. I have I know. a bunch of golf shirts. I'm into golf. Yeah. No, no. I've got a great count. golf shirt. It has potty mounts on it. I know. I've seen it. um so yeah but going back to the holiday thing it'll be interesting trying to get my aunt in and out even though it's not necessarily the holiday season i know it's picking up interestingly enough though usually ticket prices in my experience and i could be completely wrong but ticket prices for airlines or for flights tend excuse me tend to go up around the holidays and she got tickets from minneapolis for the cheapest i've ever seen them round Hmm. trip like less than 160 bucks round trip what what airline Sun Country. Oh, good gosh! Right, but I was I was pretty impressed with that. And yeah, she was. You know, it's it. It seems like it's always a trade off with airlines. 
everything is a trade-off and i uh, and i'm saying this because uh, and i I don't want to take away anything from the price she got, which is, you're right, is is a deal. However, Sun Country, Frontier, some of the others, uh, um, what's the other, there's another one I was just thinking of, Allegiant, I don't know if you, they're still in business or not. Uh, they always charge extra for everything. Everything. Oh my gosh. So you put something in the overhead bit, that's going to be $10. Yeah. Oh, or you, you, you buckled your seatbelt? <laughs> that's $5. It's just so ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. But but depending upon where they fly, sometimes even with all of that, it's still best to go with an airline like that. I mean, we right. my mother used to fly um um uh, when her husband was still alive uh to uh, the house they had in Arizona. And the airport that this little dinky airline flew them to was five miles from their condo. So it was perfect. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, it was just, <laughs> it was this crappy airline that charged for everything. And so even though it was, uh, it was a little pricey and a little ridiculous for all the, oh, if you want to board early, they're going to charge you an extra 25 bucks and blah, blah, blah. But it dropped them off to a really convenient airport. So yeah, it's, you got a trade off there. And, and when you say her husband, I'm assuming that it was your stepfather. Or, yeah, so okay. my my dad died when I was very young, fifteen, right. and uh, and then she has been married twice since. Both okay. uh, those gentlemen have passed away. So uh, two things: one sounds like she's kind of a black widow. Um, <laughs> well, we've called her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's not where I was going with that. But uh, so, you, but you bring up that, uh, and someone who I was talking to in a dealership recently brought the same thing up about travel and getting around for the holidays and that uh, not necessarily long distance travel, which is something that my family deals with. But even before that, I come from a, a divorced family. And then of course, you've got children oh, of gosh. children who all have who are all married yeah. now and have kids themselves. So things whether you're you're part of a divorced family, or even just a regular family, like I said earlier with my wife who has family here, or not here, but in, in East Tennessee, she has family in West Tennessee. She has family in Missouri. I have my family scattered all, all over the place. Trying to get around for the holidays, even when you live in the same city, but you have multiple families, becomes more difficult during the holidays because you're not necessarily doing one Thanksgiving. You're doing – even. I take it a step further. When we go to East Tennessee for Thanksgiving, we will have to do the in-laws. But then we'll have to go to my wife's uncle's house. Oh, wow. And we might not have dinner there, but, you know, it's so now there's two spots on the same day that we have to go, even when we're already wow. traveling four and a half hours to get there. So I'm sure you've experienced the same thing with multiple families and having to go to these multiple places. Um, well, and there's another spin to it when, uh, because my son is married and <laughs> her folks and the grandparents also have Thanksgiving and Christmas get togethers. And so that adds just another layer to it over time. So uh, my mother uh, it was used to, and so mom will be 91 in January and she is, was used to having, you know, all the family together, at least at one point in time uh, during the holidays. And now it just gets with kids and grandkids. And now my granddaughter, her great granddaughter, um, it's, it's just even more difficult, it seems like, to get everybody together. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, we at one point, 
it used to kind of work out where we would have all the families would mix and because everyone got along. But then again, as we got older, that changed a little bit. So one story I have is that the year I asked my wife to marry me, it was during Christmas time. My plan was not to ask her on Christmas. And I don't think I did. I don't honestly remember if it was, I think it was the day after Christmas. So we had, she had come from East Tennessee. She was living in East Tennessee. I was living in St. Louis. So she drove to me in St. Louis. We spent a day there and then we drove up to Minneapolis from St. Louis from there, we went to my stepfather's family for Christmas. Then we left that same day, went to my mom's, my aunt's house, my mom's sister's for Christmas. Wow. And then from there, I drove to my other, my dad's side of the family for Christmas, for all, all in the same day. So three different stops in the same day. And then we obviously went home. And then the next day, I was going to drive another four hours to uh Split Rock Lighthouse, which is on Lake Superior, which is where I was going to ask Jen to marry me. We never made it to Split Rock because she looked at me and said, I don't want to get in the car. I don't want to get in the car for the next week <laughs> because we went to so many places. I, I completely exhausted her. Well, I'm sure you were potty the, dusting the whole time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, but that's the rule when you have the hot new girlfriend that you're going to parade her around. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Don't, she wasn't well, make sure you necessarily bring... new at that point, but yes. Well, you she know, was you, new but we enough. still I mean that was that was every year. That yeah. was what I what we did. Yeah. Um and it's it's just a lot of travel. It's a lot of work. There might be a lot of travel, might be a lot to do, but I really enjoyed being able to do that. And you know, the best part of it, going to those three different places, three different meals. <laughs> Now try portion control. Right, exactly. Yeah. And three very different meals because we're talking about three kind of different cultures, if you will. Hmm. Um, not that my step family really followed their heritage, but you can expect more of a traditional, I guess, American or even uh, English meal because they came from the Isle uh -huh. of Man. Uh, so, you know, lots of uh, just really good food there. And then you go over to my aunt's and a lot of that's more of a Dutch influence mm -hmm. so you've got your pickled herring and your Love um that. and and some very starchy are you a pickled things. herring and then guy? you go are you, to you like pickled herring oh, I, I love so in pickled the, herring in the wine yep. sauce or the cream sauce wine sauce okay i can yeah. go either direction with that really yeah. i don't know if i've done i honestly can't tell you if i've done cream sauce that's so more of a that's more of a minneapolis thing i cream? think yeah I think it, I'm not sure. May, maybe maybe I've just confused on it. So we would go to there's a, a place in Minnesota called Peas, literally spelled Peas, like the vegetable, P E A S. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and there they have some sort of fishery. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but every year someone would go and get this massive red bucket. I remember this square red bucket every single year full of pickled herring. Really. Yeah, and that's what we would eat out. And it's so good. I, I miss that to this day. I can't find as good a pickled herring in any store anywhere around here. Huh. Haven't in many, many years. So I really enjoy getting to get that. I might actually have my aunt bring me some down when she comes, see if they can get that on the airplane. Um, <laughs> We're going to need to check that, ma'am. Um, I would open it up if I were you. Yeah. Right? right. I, I don't know. Either that's the pickled herring or the Limburger cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But then, so we would go from there, and then we go to my dad's side of the family, and they are 100% Polish. 
So we've got all of those really good Polish, different types of Polish sausages and and the, not pierogies, but you know, that sort of the, yeah, the dumplings and stuff like that is so good. So you got three very different meals um, Hmm. and, and all in one day. So it was, it was fun. I really enjoy it. And I kind of miss it. And yes, now Christmas, even though we have further to travel when we travel, Christmas is very subdued because it's usually just us and my wife's um, mom and stepdad. Mm-hmm. Or if we go there, then we throw in the, the uncles and cousins too. But that's still a very subdued crowd. You, you know, know, the first year we were back in Wisconsin because long story was short, but we went, uh, we were in Michigan. Why for... make it short? I never make my story short. Well, that's true. I think maybe I'm <laughs> unlike you. I'm conscious of the audience. Um oh. <laughs> Come on, we've only been talking for 27 minutes. <laughs> we have a long way to go. Uh, we were so delighted the first Christmas we were here, and it's been uh, 15 years now, um, because Christmas morning, we didn't have to drive anywhere. And it was so nice to wake up in your own house. It was lightly snowing outside. So that kind of added to the ambiance. Oh, but we appreciated it so much after, for several years, having to drive a minimum, you know, of uh, uh, at least two hours from Chicago when we were there and probably up up to nine, but usually more like six from Michigan. So yeah, long, yeah, long drives no more. I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you which I like more or, or not. I mean, I do miss, I miss my family for one. And, and it's not to go a sad route, but it pretty much ended when my mom passed away. Yeah. We still. Yeah. I, I think that there's a part of that. And I think you. I mean, that will totally change the dynamic um, for our family, too. Mm-hmm. And it did for Lisa's for when her mom passed away. It, it's just a it's a different dynamic. Now, they still get together. Right. Um, but but it's it's just a little different dynamic. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. What's you, what yeah. have you found? I just I, I have not celebrated a Christmas in Minnesota since my mom passed away. So that would be um, nine years ago. Wow. Yep. So I have not seen I've seen my family, but I haven't really. I've never done a celebration like that. A lot of it is because it, it, for some reason, it's a lot more difficult to travel now. Hmm. Uh, and maybe it's because it, it might not be my mom. It might be the fact that we actually have a child because my mom died April of 2010 and my daughter was born September of 2010. Oh so my gosh. since then, it's been, it's not just we can pile into the car and go. It's, right. you know, we have to plan a little bit more because we have to stop a little bit more. And now we have, well, we've always had dogs, but the dogs don't necessarily ride in the cars like they used to, because yeah. um, our dogs were used to us traveling, and these dogs aren't. Mm-hmm. So it gets it's a little bit tougher, and also uh, that's another thing that would be a part where my mom's gone with dogs. The dogs were fine going to my mom's house. Now we would have to get a hotel room. We could probably stay with people, but we can't bring the dogs with us. So it gets to, there's just a few more challenges that we face now that we didn't have when we were younger um, that make it more difficult for so us. So we, we, and speaking of dog, we are so blessed when it comes to, you know, whether it's going to see family or whatever, because you're right, we, we don't take the dog as much. And our dog's getting a little older now, too. So he doesn't travel quite as well but we're we're going away for a week actually we're leaving the day after thanksgiving this year so 
it, it's going to be interesting because we're going to wind down where we're hosting. Oh, wow. so we're going to wind down all the food. <laughs> <laughs> so we have nothing here while we're gone. Nice. But, but we leave the dogs with, or the dog rather with, uh, uh, either with my wife's sister and she's kind enough to watch him and she's got a fenced in yard and yada, yada. It's just a nice place for him or the neighbors kitty corner across the street and they will watch him. They used to have a dog and they kind of, I think, enjoy having a, a rental. <laughs> <laughs> One they can give back like a grandkid. Well, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like that. So, and, and that's a wonderful thing too. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of cool to be able to have people that will watch him because he's not going to be great with the travel. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm just thinking that any way we can avoid packing him in the car <laughs> right is yeah. a good thing i think we, i've talked about bonnie and clyde before i think one of them would be fine but when we put both of them in the same car it's a madhouse That's it's an what absolute you madhouse. claim you claim yeah. they're <laughs> they they live up to their names when they're together apart they're perfect i think it's awesome i i i'm just enamored by that whole dynamic you'll have you'll have to you haven't met them yet you'll have to come and meet them and see what you think yes they ran off the other day did i tell you no yeah they i it was my fault i'll it's always my fault but (laughs) i so our doors are i don't know how to explain this but in the winter time we close all the vents on the outside because you don't want the cold air going into the crawl space and it kind of creates a more of a vacuum and when you've got the air conditioning shut off then it comes even more like that. So I haven't been doing a lot of yard work for obvious reasons, uh, surgery for those who haven't been listening before that. Um, but I'm getting back into actually doing more chores outside and it's fall. So we've got leaves everywhere. So I had gone out into the backyard to, um, blow some leaves off of the patio and then do some other cleaning and stuff like that. I had gone out the back door and the door didn't close all the way. So I went around to the front because uh, the garage door was open and I had to carry ladders because uh, I was doing some stuff in the gutters and, and doing some stuff with our security cameras and stuff like that. So I had been going around instead of going through uh, the back door of the garage to carry all of this stuff. And it was, it was fine. The gates were closed in the backyard. We have a fenced in backyard, but the dogs got out through the door because it just didn't close all the way. So I walk back out in the backyard and I'm like, oh, you little poop heads let's it's time to get back in the house so i take them back into the house i closed the door but i guess what happened when i closed that door is the garage door the air sucked that open oh and and i had stayed in the backyard to do the leaf blowing and stuff and the dogs went out the door in the garage and then ran down the street so i walked back into the house a few minutes later and there's no dogs I'm like oh great Oh. And now, and then I get in the car and I'm driving around the neighborhood and they had made it to the end of the road in a cul-de-sac. And there was one of my, I can't really call her neighbor, but someone in the neighborhood was standing there playing with them. And I just drove up and, and she's like, are these guys yours? And I'm like, yep. And I opened the back door and they just jumped in the car. They had gotten so tired in the 15 <laughs> minutes that they were running and they got lost. So they were so scared. They just jumped in the back of the car. It was the calmest they had ever been in the car. <laughs> after that i'm like this is just no i don't like this let's not do that again but i do like the fact that you're being calm and laying down in the back seat 
<laughs> so I'm sure you thanked the neighbor. Oh, absolutely. Profusely. Yeah. And she said, oh, they're they've, the sweetest dogs I've ever met. They were just trying to get in the house. <laughs> they just wanted to come in the house. <laughs> yeah. Help yourself. Sounds like my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that is very cool. And you know what it illustrates too, though, how tight houses are these days. Yes. And, and it's, it really is pretty amazing because you, I mean, ours is 20 years old, but it's still, it, they're just very, very tight. And that's why it's, uh, you have that airflow issue all the time. Uh, all yeah. that insulation is great. And, you know, making sure everything is sealed, it's all great, but <laughs> there are some downsides too. There are. Yeah. And our doors aren't, we, we are trying, uh, we have a plan to replace our doors cause they do need, so it'll get even worse. Or better, because the problem is I, I closed the door. They just didn't latch. Uh-huh. So, you know, our, our doors are a little bit off. The house is 30 years old and the doors haven't been fixed or replaced since sure. then. Um, the back door that I used actually needs – is the worst. It needs to be replaced and we just haven't done it yet. That's – like I said, it's it's on our, our plan, our to-do plan. Yeah, and, and I, I, what I find is I'm just less and less willing to do that stuff myself anymore. You're still right. young, yep, but as exactly you get it. older, you'll... <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I actually had someone scheduled to do it, and um, the budget went to the surgery. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So and so that's... just a reminder to everyone what kind of surgery you have, because because the rhinoplasty, frankly, is not really noticeable. No, and it healed pretty quickly, right? <laughs> but it, yeah, it wasn't the rhinoplasty because they said get out and work with that. <laughs> get out, get some sun, you know, try to tan, get the scars <laughs> will go away quicker. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's the the rhinoplasty. The rhinoplasty. Um, yes. Anyway, no, we're glad you're back, and you you do sound you were you sound. No, it's been well, a while. It's been a long time. Sounded, it's been almost two sounded, months. Like crap but they said, for a month and a half. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah, I know. I felt like a crap for a month and a half. <laughs> uh, yes, but it's always good to have you back. Okay, so let's talk vacations a little bit because we're yep. talking about travel. Do you have any winter, winter or, because it's not really winter in Nashville. It's what, it gets down to 60 or something. Yeah, well, it's been, we all know that the United States this year, probably the whole world, but uh, we only live in the United States right now. So <laughs> we, we've we experienced some extra cold weather this fall. So it's been a lot chillier in Nashville. So right now, today is going to be warmer than it was the last few days. We'll get up to 50 degrees, but that's about still about 10 degrees cooler than average. Uh, so it is a little bit cooler. Um, no, we don't necessarily have... And, and this actually ties in well, so thank you for bringing it up. We don't have any vacations planned in particular, but for the last couple of Christmases, we've been trying to, instead of buying gifts for each other, we're trying to create experiences. And one of the experiences we've been talking about is what kind of vacation can we take Peyton on um, after Christmas, but not necessarily before summer, uh, in the winter, um, as as a true experience so we've been talking about things like you know going to dollywood i mean nothing major but dollywood or going to see friends and killing two birds with one stone by going back to st louis and maybe hitting six flags cool. because Peyton really wants to go to a theme park so that's kind of what we have nothing nothing permanent nothing planned but that's kind of what we're thinking about the other part of it too is we want to camp which we've talked about many times on this podcast yes 
And there is an app. I'm trying to pull it up here. It's called Hip Camp, H-I-P-C-A-M-P. Um, it's I think you can get it on Android too, but it's def, it's on iPhone. And you can actually go in there and tell them where you are. You can tell them the dates and then what kind of camping you want to do. So in here, if I go, I'm, I'm looking in the app right now, and I can hit discover, and it'll say, all right, give us some ideas. Do you want to do tent sites? Do you want to do glamping, RV? Do you want pet friendly? What's most important to you? And you hit one of them. And let's say, I want tent sites. They have one that up. says Marriott. <laughs> yeah, right? No, well, that's the glamping. <laughs> yes, um, I guess But it is. a lot of these, some of them are campsites, but others are like people that have big farms that'll let you come in and camp on their farm. So that's not just, and that's a cool idea, not to diminish that at all. They do that quite a bit now um, with, with RVs, for example, as well. They yep. like wineries. Mm-hmm. And they will let you park yes, on the I have that app too. That's a really cool app, I thought. I don't know what it's called, yeah. but I bet you do. Um, I, I have a lot of these apps. Yeah, There's Camp- Campendium, Boondocking, The Outbound, Recreation.gov, REI National Parks, The Dirt. Yeah, this one is it's like actual wineries, yeah. and specifically wineries, that allow you to camp there. Um, for free or very little and it's like 20 bucks maybe a night and if you buy a, a bottle of their wine while you're there it's free or something like yep. that yeah it's and, exactly that and it's pretty cool and they do tours and uh, yeah it just seems like a, like a neat idea okay sorry i don't have no 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 that's perfect i i don't have the app but i get their emails oh cool so i'm on their email list awesome. yeah and then those they'll um, always send you lists of of new wineries that you have the ability. And it's not just wineries too. It's wineries, breweries, distilleries. It's uh, and a few other places on the list as well that you can go and stay. And it, which is a great idea because the last thing you want to do is go to one of these places, get smashed, and then have to drive <laughs> to your drive. camp campground, right? <laughs> yes. Especially one of those big rigs. Yes. Now you can get smashed and just hop on the um, hop on the the uh, in your camper. Uh, now, one thing that they don't do though is they don't allow you to tent camp in a lot of those places. No, that's so, true. It's usually RV type yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, which is which is fine if you own an RV or rent an RV, and sure. that's something that we're working towards. But we want to see even if we can tent camp for a while because we we don't even we're not even sure we can really enjoy that. I know I will. I don't know if my girls will. Yeah. Um, would you, when you say tent camp, would you like do a pop-up or something like that? No, we have a tent. We, we just a regular old camp camping tent. Yeah. We've done that and I will never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it many times and it doesn't bother me. The only thing I always worry about uh, is, is bathrooms. That's because I tend to go more than I used to when I was a younger man. <laughs> So, you know, as long as I have a way to do that and I'm comfortable doing that, then I'm, I'm fine. So did I ever tell you about the, <laughs> about the, the bear who's uh, squatting by a log and he's so. burning a mule. I don't and think so. So he's, <laughs> he's squatted over the, lo- the log pooping and a rabbit comes up next to him and he squats down and the rabbit says, hi, Mr. Bear. Cause the rabbit always has a higher voice. And the bear says, I rabbit. And then as they're sitting there doing their business, the bear again looks to the rabbit and says, hey, rabbit. He says, you have any trouble with the poop sticking to your fur? And the rabbit says, why no, Mr. Bear? He says, good. And he grabbed the rabbit and wiped his butt with it. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's that outdoor outdoor bathroom joke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I might actually have to 
tell that one to Peyton. She she would like I, that one, but then she might repeat it at school, and that would be It's bad. a lot more fun when there's a visual that goes along with it. Because <laughs> there's nothing like grabbing a rabbit by the tail and you know showing how the bear would do that. Right, right. <laughs> wow. Hey, if that's the nugget people were waiting for, finally we got there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 42 minutes in. <laughs> but I'm going to bring it, I'm going to bring it around at least a quarter circle and say, what about you for vacations this winter? Mexico. That's not a vacation. It is too. That's not a vacation. That's, that's a cry for help. <laughs> so, and that is, you know, you think about it, that there's some stuff that's gone down in Mexico recently. And, and again, we, you and I don't really get political on these and it's not like we avoid it, but it's just a, um, it's just a little scary. I would think if you're, it is a little scary, especially when you're as popular as we are. Uh, and uh, as a podcast host, um, when they hear that you are one of the two podcast hosts that pot, that, that, that hosts the potty mouths podcast, yes, you're probably more likely to get kidnapped. I am targeted. There's no question. You are. But, well, but I, I always have a sign that it's like on a name badge instead of my name, it says muy popular. And so, <laughs> so that seems to take, take the edge off. <laughs> nice, nice. But you know, yeah, you get a little concerned about that. We're going to Puerto Vallarta, though, and we've been there before. It's been many years ago, but um, that is probably one of the, if not the safest places to go. Sure. In Mexico. Well, and you we, don't drink you know, a lot. So, so I, I actually listened to a I listened to a podcast. Can you believe it? I listened to a podcast and I don't remember which one it was. And I don't remember the guest, but one of the guests that, that came onto this podcast was talking about the time he's Australian talking about the time he got kidnapped in Mexico. And the, he said, this is more common than not. If you go into a specific bar and they think you have money because you're an American or for some reason he got mistaken for an American um, and he got smashed and then got into a fight and then when they called the bouncers in he was taken and put into the back of a truck and taken off and and he told this whole story the truck actually happened to be the police that kidnapped him and tried to extort him for money uh during that whole thing though he just acted that like he didn't care hmm. he's like i i just didn't act scared i just said yeah whatever i, I don't have any family and the, so they didn't know what to do with him and they eventually let him go. Um, but, uh, so his, but his thing was, he found out later that people that go to the bars, they get drunk, they look like they have money or they look like they're American. Then they get carted off into the back of a truck. So he said, all you have to do is avoid going to some of these bars and getting smashed or avoid making it look like you have money. And you <laughs> well, should be I don't have money. So I just tell them, I just say, I'm poor. There you go. So easy enough, right? Over and over. Or just, but you also have this thing, you wear Harley t-shirts. I do. And you know, who's going to mess with someone who rides a Harley? <laughs> yes, but I left it at home. Oh, that does, but it didn't leave your, <laughs> so all you have to do is wear your Harley t-shirts and make sure your tats show. And no, knock no one one's going to mess. Out. Yeah, exactly. No one's going to mess with you. <laughs> Just get grab a sharpie and paint it out. Yeah, and, and there's that other thing where I'm 255 pounds. That, that, to do that would help. Well. That it's not going to hurt whatsoever. That's the old Ron, Ron White <laughs> thing where he talks about how big he is, and he said, "So I didn't know how many of them that it was going to take to get me out the door, but I know how many they were going to use." <laughs> 
they had like six bouncers or something. <laughs> yeah, they wow. pretty much used all of them. <laughs> so this guy, after he was done telling the story and said what you should avoid, the host asked him, so what did you do the next day? He said, oh, we went to the same bar and got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are slow learners. He's like, I figured they're not going to do it twice. <laughs> Well, we're actually going to be on a property the whole time. There you go. So uh, we may go to uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta is a very uh, <laughs> touristy town. Sure. I guess I think that's fair to say. And they uh, and truly, it's one of the places, assuming it hasn't changed a lot, uh, where they just they love the tourists. And so they're they have this street that you can go down and, and bargain on silver and, and things like that. And it's it's just kind of a fun a fun little place. They have a Chicago Cubs bar <laughs> downtown. And so it's, it's kind of fun. And, and they would be, that would certainly be cutting off their noses despite their faces. Sure. Uh, if they were attacking uh, tourists. Sure. And I honestly, and, and I, I'm not purposely calling you old, but you are. Um, hurts. They, they, hurts. They, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> they, they tend to go for younger people who have families. Ah, yes. Like, yeah, so like mommy and daddy will pay the ransom type of thing instead of geezers. Exactly. exactly. Not that yeah. you're geez. I'm. I would probably be too old. I wouldn't even hit that market. I, I, you know, it's. I think they're looking for college kids, college age or early twenties. Oh, you're not. They, you're not say. college age. I always thought you were. Not anymore. No, that was last year. <laughs> yes, it sure was. Yeah. I'm glad you've stopped wearing that USC T-shirt. I haven't. What are you talking about? <laughs> I knew that. I was just kidding. <laughs> I have one right now. Why do you ask? Uh, no, actually, what am I wearing right now? I think I'm at Patagonia because, you know, it did snow down oh, here. Oh, you poor thing. Um, I know. It was great. I loved every second of it. I, I, I put, I took video of it and, yeah. and, and then it was cold enough that it actually stayed for a minute. Well, did it? Yeah. yeah. Well, one as day, I at look out the day. window and it's very bright because the ground is covered with snow and leaves that had yet to fall off when the snow came. So this very well could be the same snow we have in February. I and I would love every minute of it. Yeah, well, you can come here and we'll swap. While I'm in Mexico. <laughs> yes, yard swap. It won't be wife swap. It'll right, be yard, yard swap, swap exactly. <laughs> uh, but you going back to what you were saying about your dogs, things like that. We have fantastic neighbors who take care of our dogs. Usually, we swap. So we take care of theirs when they're out of town. They oh, take care good. of ours. Yeah, it's a good and, arrangement, and we did yeah. that with ours too. That's that's very cool. It's very very helpful. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they'll be here for Thanksgiving. They have family here, so usually they are. But. Uh, if they're not, then we'll have to do the kennel thing. I'm not looking forward to that. But because we were talking about camping and dogs and things like that, I did say to my wife, just being funny, would it be would it be worth it? Or how did I say it? Would it be economical for us to go ahead and, and bite the bullet and buy a camper now just so we can have the dogs with us for Christmas <laughs> or for Thanksgiving? <laughs> You're all yeah. about. It's it's the dog's camper. It's not ours. It is. So she looked at me and said, "Oh, so they can have something to chew up while, while we're you know enjoying Thanksgiving in the house." Like exactly. Yeah, because uh, what I know is if you put dogs, especially two or more, into a small place like that for any length yep. of time, you will. Especially yes, when they're named Bonnie right. and Clyde. They're great singularly, but together, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It would smell yep. a lot like dog. So interestingly, as we are talking about warmer climates or as I was talking about a warmer climate, um, Florida, 
I just for grins, I was looking at a condo in Florida. And there are these websites, as you can imagine, that have, I mean, all of these condos for sale and um, one on Clearwater Beach. And it looks like a really good value. And then they showed pictures of it. Oh, man. Uh, what a dump. Oh, no. Just <laughs> unbelievable. And And I'm just talking about not garbage necessarily, but just junk strewn all over this place. And then I saw the cat tower. Oh no, that I'm out. Well, I don't even have to smell it. Well, for sure. Cause you know, I mean, that's the one thing you can't get on Zillow or, or Redfin or realtor.com. And we should, they should sponsor us all of them. Uh, is you cannot smell (laughs) what it smells like when you walk into a house like that. Yeah. And I just, cause you know, you're going to have to paint. You're going to have to do all the flooring. You're going to have to do everything because you you might still not get the smell. No. And, and sometimes you have to even replace the underlayment and oh my gosh, it's just ridiculous. It's a pain. It's a pain. I often worry about that. Honestly, even in my house, because even with the dogs, I am very, I'm, I consider myself very sensitive to smells, but I know that when you live in a space, you don't smell everything. And I'm always constantly worried about whether or not my house smells like dog. And I know it does. I, I, I'm not, I'm not immune to that. I, I, I recognize that it probably will. I just want to mask it as best I can. Yep. It's, but it's dogs are a little bit different than cats. You know, dog smell, you can get out by just replacing the carpets. But cat, once a cat pees somewhere, it's there forever. Oh my gosh. It is. And, I, that, and that's just the, that's the one thing. And I don't know, I don't know why it's such a, uh, a linear thing where you have places that are a little bit messy. There are always cats there. Yes. <laughs> and this yes. is a condo on the water in Clearwater. And it's, uh, wait a second. It yeah. it shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be cheap to rent a place there, but B cats. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. man, so, I can't even no. Uh-uh. Can't do it. So but now are you talking about renting it uh you were looking at it to buy it or rent it for a vacation? Buy it as a as a, an investment. But uh, you know, okay. and of course there are there are uh, management companies that will oversee them on all of that since obviously right. I'm not there but uh um anyway, yeah, I had had a little chat with our friend Chris uh, about that, that, uh, and then he's mm-hmm. started to do a little bit of that dabbling in it in, in Maui. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and, uh, I, I yeah. still maintain to this day and I'm probably wrong cause I'm not a great person to talk, to get investment advice from, but I truly think the only way to build wealth and build enough, especially someone in my age group, because we're not, we're not anywhere near what our parents were sure. when it comes to saving. We don't have the opportunity to save. I don't think as much as they'd had. Well, and it's, um, it's less than 1% return. If you put your money in a ex- savings account. Exactly. Um, and there's a lot more to it. So we, I was talking to Jen about this earlier. I remember, I, I don't remember this, but I know the story. My mom bought her first house as a single mother, not getting $150 a month child support. That was all she was getting. Wow. She bought her very first house on minimum wage. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's there's no way in hell anyone can afford to do that 
this day and age. But anyway, that's completely off. My point is, I think the only way to truly build wealth in now is to own property. Well, I, own and rent out property. So, okay. <laughs> um, there was, I, I can use his name. So on uh, uh, w- watching a TV news show and uh, guess who was on that was an expert on finances, Grant Cardone. Oh, okay. Okay. So, let, and I'm not going to go into great detail about the why or anything like that. Let's just say not a huge Grant Cardone fan. However, he's done well for himself and he has. yada, yada. So uh, he, his house is definitely bigger than mine. Um, <laughs> one of his houses, I'm sure. And it's probably paid for in cash. Um, yeah, probably singles. Um, the <laughs> the But the interesting thing that he said um, as he was struggling to look at the interviewer and then at the camera, because he has to look at the camera, um, was uh, that he said property is a terrible investment for most people. <laughs> and he didn't have anything to back it up necessarily. Well, I don't understand. Well, that. because he thinks people view, and he may be right about this, people view shows like the HGTV shows where in a 25 minutes they have flipped a house. <laughs> right. And okay. people think that they I can, can understand do it if you don't have full understanding of what it takes to actually manage the property or to to get it up to you know the the right standards to be able to sure which is probably most people too but on the other hand that's most people that start a business do so undercapitalized and haven't done the business planning and so on and so on right but no i'm i think it's i think it's one real estate should be one facet of an effective investment plan oh absolutely i'm not saying put all of your eggs in that basket uh you know you have to uh diversify to to be safe but it's one that is going to it's going to give you probably the best return if you are patient with it. It's not not something you can buy and flip. You know, there Correct. there's right now it's not a good time to buy and flip. You get into a down market and you can afford to do it, buying and flipping is probably a good idea, but it's something that you can put your money in, put your cash in that even if the property goes down at one point, you know it's going to go back up. Yeah. So it's it's just a safe place to put your money and that's why a lot of very wealthy people buy a lot of property. It's because they don't want to put it in a bank. Yeah, it's safer, and you can insure a lot more. Sure, when you're when you own property, there are of course regional exceptions to that. Um, Absolutely, you know, thinking yeah. about San Francisco and yeah. uh, New York yes. City. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's on a different scale, no doubt. But with rent controls and things like that in place, it's just a whole different set of rules. Not right. to say people right. haven't gotten very wealthy <laughs> doing that uh, in those cities. Sure. But, oh my gosh, it's. Some of it is just truly, truly ridiculous. And you know that bubble at some point is going to burst. I don't know what the point is, but um, but San Francisco, you know, one bedroom apartments for a million dollars. It's just, it's incredible and almost unfathomable, but that's just there. And uh, uh, I, I don't know how those valuations continue at that, re- that level. They won't. I think you're absolutely right. I think they're going to hit a bubble and and that'll be the end. Uh, not the end. It's just going to do it again or it's going to go to a different place. You know, it's Nashville is the exact same way. Right now we're riding a very large wave. Yeah. We have a few more things that are coming in the in the next five years that it's going to continue to go up. But we are going to hit a point where we're going to go the opposite well, direction. Well, I think every, I'm fully every aware city that. has that. I find it interesting too, like uh, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. 
they're just constantly mm-hmm. building, especially near the airport. It seems like just building, building, building. I mean, everything from little communities to um, to uh, all sorts of uh, uh, condos and things like that. It's just amazing to me. Yeah. 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 And then and just going to hit a down. Someone else is going to hit your. Yeah, it's it is. It is amazing. It, it, and there's a lot it's of money. A cycle. In it. it is a cycle. Hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But that I think or, could sure. actually be a whole other episode. Hey, our investment. I don't know how the we potty got miles to investment from episode. vacation. <laughs> yeah. Potty potty mints. Potty, no, potty mints wouldn't be good. No. Potty vestments. Potty mints. Isn't that what they put in urinals? <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're changing wow. all of our colors to pink discs. That's our other podcast, The Potty Mints. We're not changing that. <laughs> no, not at all. Not anytime soon. Oh, funny. Anyway, John, once again, it has been a wonderful few minutes talking it to you, has. I guess. Thank you, Nick. It's been, yeah, unfortunately we've been here for an hour, but, right? but a few yes. minutes of it were actually quite enjoyable. A few minutes of it were very interesting. <laughs> I hope you and your family have a very safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll be back. Maybe next time we'll talk about Christmas in greater detail. I doubt it. I really hope hey. not, but uh, I do hope you get fat on turkey. Hey. Went fat on turkey. Get lots of tryptophan you, in you. Watch some I good football. You, <laughs> I hope you tryptophan and fall. <laughs> <laughs> tryptophan, whatever. <laughs> I hope all of you listeners out there will enjoy your uh, Thanksgiving coming up. You know, you know what would be fun is if people start posting some of their uh, meal pictures on hey. our uh, YouTube or not our YouTube, but on our Facebook and Instagram and things like that. We'll uh, retweet you, tag us in them. But you can find all of our social media accounts by heading to our website, pottymouths.com. There you'll find our Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all of that good stuff. And you'll also find the latest episodes and some of the episodes from our past if you want to get caught up and listen to some things that we've uh, been doing over the last few months. All 46, 7, 8, wow. 9 episodes, however many. We're getting close to 50. I'm excited. I know. We are approaching our 50th episode, which you know a lot of people don't make it to. Um, I'm surprised we have. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but we hope you guys keep tuning in and enjoying what we're doing. Like I said, give us some feedback. Let us know. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. John? Can't. Can't wait. Okay, really quick thing to yep. leave you with. Okay. Pumpkin pie or pecan pie? Or do you say pecan? Uh, well, it depends on where I am. Okay. then If I'm up there, it's pecan. If it's down here, it's pecan. So, no, or it's the other way around. I don't remember. So decide, everybody, pumpkin or pecan. Weigh in and let us know. Yeah, we won't tell us our opinions on it until next week. All right. Bye, John. See you.